0: Thank you for tuning in to Game Investing Radio. Hopper's back with the monthly news report. So I've been writing my newsletter almost every day for 30 days, and finally I got to share it. Wow. This is a secret weapon that has kept me going through these 80-hour weeks through my corona episode and pumping out so much content on multiple platforms, including this podcast. I really appreciate your comments, your likes, your hearts, your... uh, Emails, messages, etc. That's what keeps me going. But I did have a secret weapon and it's the newsletter. Um, This is episode three. Well, no, excuse me. This is newsletter number three. Um, It started off as a simple two or three paragraph kind of a thank you. What's up? Games are doing well at my eBay customers. The second The second volume or whatever you call it, is it a volume or I guess issue, volume one, issue number two was sent out and I cold called uh, all kinds of companies, Heritage, Valerie kindly thanked me for that and then I sent uh, sent it to the general email at WADA Games. Next thing I know, I get a, a phone call from Ryan thanking me and after that phone call, my life has changed because I realized, well, there's at least one person out there appreciating my work. And I got a kind shout out on Facebook earlier from a fan that said they're listening to these episodes twice. And all of them, I can't believe it. So uh, I got to take it to the next level. I'm researching how to do better recordings, researching microphones, researching new platforms. Um, We're going to be starting another podcast. And a lot of people want to come on. Just bear with me. I'm doing the best I can. Um, we will take it to the next level, January 1st next year when I'm going to take some time off from, uh, you know, dirty reselling and, um, focus on pumping out media until then pirate radio, man. You know, if it's scratchy, I apologize. It's a $70 mic. What can I say? I never expected to get this far. We're approaching a thousand downloads and it's just crazy. With that said, I want to say thank you and get ready. Cause here we go. October newsletter, Volume 1, Issue 3, Game Investing. This one is dedicated to the late Steve Banks, my rich dad, who I love oh-so-dealer. He passed uh, years back um, pancreatic cancer, the same thing got Steve Jobs and my best friend, his daughter. He was a mountain bike aficionado, and uh, he introduced me to bicycling, mountain biking, Mount Tam, Bay Area, San Francisco, Golden Gate Park. He was a San Francisco art dealer, um, home office warrior, and uh, he told me many, many years ago when my mom was playing a violin at a minor league baseball game for the seventh inning stretch, we had hot dogs and chips or whatever during the break, and we sat down in the back of the stadium, and he's all, John, so what have you been doing? told him, yeah, I'm still doing cards, stuck in collectibles. He said, well, if you've been doing it for 10 years, you know, you should write, and I said, write. He said, yeah. You should think about writing a book, writing articles, and here we are. Here we are, maybe 30 years later. Um, this is for you, Steve. I'm finally writing, and um, yeah, I started so many books, and this is the only book that got Pat's page 30, Game Investing, so here we go. New movies for October, The Making of Monkey Island. That is based on the 30th anniversary documentary for... Uh, the game, and I do believe there was a YouTube video and an actual documentary. I think you need to look up Frank, Video Game History Foundation. I think he put on that event. The other new movie that came out was CBS Console Wars: Sega versus Nintendo. Incredible movie if you're into uh, video game business. It's all about Nintendo America versus Sega America and battling out, you know, battling it out on the West Coast. Uh, I think Sega was in Silicon Valley. I think Nintendo started in New Jersey but moved to Redmond, Washington new videos these are mostly uh, actually they're all youtube the most recent one was gail tilden she's the gaming goat she's the one that brought the nes to america and redesigned the famicom and all that she does a full-blown interview on youtube um you can look that up um she called it a good investment for the whole family that's how she internally described the nes um she talked about 1985 going into new york getting looted delivering the first consoles with a car renting trucks You know it was just insane i mean they they popped open champagne in the new jersey warehouse and nintendo of america staff basically used styrofoam cups to celebrate the first shipments of your nes gray boxes bro and women and sisters okay the other video that i recommend is meet eric nierman whose team invested a million into black boxes including several stickers um that's an interview part one i think part two is coming WADA game unboxing, um, what is this one? Oh, this is uh, Certified Collectibles on YouTube, which I believe is uh, affiliated with CGC. They do a lot of uh, WADA unboxing, in the, and their front man is an expert when it comes to rarity games. Uh, he's amazing. There's another documentary called Console Wars Video Game Documentary Review. That's for the uh, movie. And then there's a bunch of uh, short little videos by Nintendo or Universal Studios about Super Mario World um, Super Mario well actually Mario Cafe and store grand opening. And then, of course, there's the Pawn Stars. You should always Google Pawn Stars million dollar Mario if you haven't looked at that one. So this month, what what I really spent a lot of time working on was the pop report and it's not a pop report, it's a pop estimate report. So it's pop estimates. This is factual. Black box summary. We've got 1985 Matt, first print run for NES, 1986 Gloss, second print run for NES. Dennis said in that PawnStar video that there's 10,000 estimated units shipped to North America for first and second print run. I'm trying to dig up sources. Let me know. Is it 2,000 first, 8,000 second? I don't really know. Uh, 1987 hang tab, third through six prints, 1988 round, seal, seventh, eighth print, 1989, 94, Oval 9 through 11. So those those basically five to nine years of Nintendo are really what game investing is all about. Um, those are all the heavy heathers, all the super heavy hitters, all the big Marios. Everything's right there in that little population. So rather than focusing on all the games in the world, I broke it down kind of like expensive to cheap. Now, please note this newsletter operates under freedom of speech. You know, that's the, if you're listening from outside of the United States, we have a constitution and article one is freedom of speech, freedom of press, which means this is all opinion based on entertainment and education. Um, you know, these are my opinions based on my own research, which could be biased based on, you know, American data on social media, which could be hearsay opinions. So here we go. This is the pop report based on values and estimates and uh, units shipped as well as graded populations estimated uh, looking at several social media sites. So the first group is seven-figure potential. As of today, late October, basically Halloween 2020, there are zero sealed Super Mario Brothers matte sticker first prints. So... What does that mean? That means that that's probably a million dollar game if it comes out of the woodwork, whether it's crushed or not. Um, if you have any sticker sealed, intact, not intact, uh, yeah, I mean, just pick it up if you see that anywhere at a garage sale, whatever, pawn shop. So let's move on. Um, that's SMB one. So Super Mario Brothers is SMB, so you got SMB one, two, three. There is one smb1 gloss second print and that's the one in the pawn stars video that was consigned by bronte to heritage auctions he uh and let's see that was purchased by the founder of heritage a coin dealer and an owner of just pray just play in virginia a four-store video game chain um you can google that and the rumor is well it's not a rumor because dennis said it right in the pawn stars video They turned down a $300,000 offer, so that basically is a seven-figure potential game. It's probably sitting at a half million today. It's on its way to a million. The other uh, rumors on million-dollar pieces are the two sealed NES Zelda TM first prints. So there's a small TM in the upper right on the cartridge next to Legend of Zelda because in the beginning, before you become a registered trademark, you start as a trademark. Registered means that the entire brand gets well-known. Throughout the industry, and that takes time. So the first iteration is a TM. These are Beyond Holy Grails. There's one VGA 90 and one Singer Wada 9.4A And I'll have links provided in newsletter form. Hopefully on the Facebook page, we can handle links. Instagram can't handle links. Twitter's limited. So it looks like I'm going to have to do the links on Facebook. The other million dollar pieces are the 20 of the 26. Mail in, and I was incorrect on the champions episode. These were mail in winners for Nintendo Power Magazine for the gold NWCs. Uh, there is a WADA 5.0 currently at a million dollars on eBay. Um, we're estimating there's 20 left in the world. Um, that's it. That's it for Super Heavies, seven figure potential. We're moving on to the six figure club. One sealed NES Clue Clue mat, first print in VGA 85. Two or more CIB SMB1 mats. 9.0 or higher. One. These are all estimates. One SMB. One gloss. Second print. VG8. 85 CIB. Nine sealed black box stickers confirmed. Two Gyromites sold at Heritage. One Wild Gunman double mat. One Duck Hunt. One Mario Bros arcade. Two copies of Golf. One balloon. One gumshoe. I believe this is the dentist in Florida. That's the Washington Post article. You can Google that as well. Um, the links will be in Facebook again. There's one sealed SMB hang tab round one code VGA 80. I saw that on Facebook, one sealed SMB one hang tab 9.8 sold for 140 K, which rally parsed up into 3000 shares, 50 bucks each at 150 grand. There's another SMB one hang tab 9.4 that was crossed from VGA 85 that sold on HA for 114 grand. There's a sealed SMB1 oval 9.8 that sold at HA for 84 grand, and that's on consignment with my alt shot eBay store at a half million. That's obviously, you know, kind of a price that's not for sale. It's just out there. We're seeing, you know, what kind of offers and questions come in. There's a sealed SMB1 oval 9.6 heritage signature coming up soon. You can bid on today. That'll be ending uh, mid-November. There's a sealed SMB oval VGA8. 85 plus that hit eBay, but was taken down. I don't know if that was related to the half million post we did or the Heritage Signature coming up. Maybe they want to wait. So that's three SMB ovals. People are saying there's hundreds out there. I've only seen three. And hang tabs, you're talking what? One, two, or three? Okay, let's move on. Sealed NES Tyson white bullet points on the front. Three sentences below punch out. There's a YouTube video somewhere where a guy's pulling one out of a storage unit. And uh, that that's just kind of an urban legend. There's one sealed Sonic Number 1 in WADA 98. There's 10 sealed NES. T- now, when I say 10 sealed, it could be 8 to 15. We don't know. So I'm estimating about 10 sealed NES Tyson high grades, about 10 sealed NES SMB left bros, including a verified 9.4 A++. There's 14 sealed SMB1 hang tabs, according to WADA. That's an Ars Technica. Dot com article there's 100 estimated nes nwc gray cartridges um the one on ebay i did a massive post about this and i did a massive episode the one on ebay that was asking 150 by the guy that owns the uh the pawn stars mario and ford retro game shops um, had it up for 150,000 the morning after the 7.5 on Facebook sold like in a minute, a hot second for, I'm I'm getting sources now that are saying north of 75, we're talking 80, 90, 100 grand for the 7.5 7. that went down a couple of days ago. The next morning, the 150 WADA 6.0 gets pulled. I, I did a theory on that. Basically, this NWC stuff is moving it's, it's breaking six figures. It's trying to reach above. Uh, and there's a 5.0 at the Heritage Signature Auction that I should look up right now, but I have so much material to go through that I don't have time. Um, last I checked, it was at 30 grand and jumped past Mario. Is was the highest highest bidded item yesterday when Signature opened. And then finally, in the six-figure club, we have 100 sealed rumored SMB1 non-hang tabs. Now, this is a rumor that I keep hearing after the Singer case went up. People see one case and they say there's a hundred copies out there. Well, I can verify three ovals. Show me the other ninety-seven, please. Okay, four and five figures. This is kind of uh, you know, getting to the bottom of the pop estimates. You know, I I'm only one man. I don't have uh the ability to build a spreadsheet with, you know, a thousand games in it. So we'll just blow through what I think is, you know, four and five figures here. Four SMB three CIB 9.4 or higher. 5 or less SMB3 Left Bros CIB mid to high. 0 sealed maybe 10 CIB NES Donkey Kong Math mid to high. 10 sealed NES Double Dragon total including a verified VGA 85 by a brand new guy who posted it. Uh, WADA 8.5 asking 48k at Comic Connect. A WADA 3.0 that sold for 7,500 at Comic Connect. And then the Heritage Signature 6.5 that sold for 6,600. So Double Dragon Round, for some reason, is getting a lot of traction and uh, attention. And um, um, it's it's actually been on multiple platforms. And to me, that's liquidity. When you're on Comic Connect, when you're on Heritage, when you're on Facebook, and you're selling on all the platforms, you are a heavy hitter, if not a super heavy. Um, previously, that's usually only Mario, but Double Dragon has done that on the round seal, not the oval. And then finally, in this foreign figure... Four and five-figure club, we can include basically all the stickers, which is estimated one to 2,000 NES first prints and two to 8,000 NES second prints. So first print is Matt's sticker, New York City. And Gail tells you in that uh, video, she said, we had no idea. We were going into, you know, dangerous parts of New York. Um, one time our car got looted. Um, you know, we didn't even know if the NES was going to sell. So, you know, they probably didn't print very many. But I sent her a message on LinkedIn. I said, Gail, thank you so much for your video. Um, I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm compiling population estimates. Can you tell me how many stickers, New York versus L.A., you guys shipped to North America? And I hope to, I hope to the gaming gods that she replies because uh, she did Nintendo Power and the new ideas to turn this newsletter into a magazine. Anyway, that's another uh, rabbit hole Let's move on in the newsletter. Single-digit estimates. Now, this stuff is more raw, um, not verified. So this is just based on my opinion. Atari Inc. cases. You look on the back of an Atari game. If you see Atari, Inc. made in USA, that is gold. That is not the stuff you see on all the auction sites, eBay, Heritage. That stuff is a Atari Corp., usually made or printed in the Hong Kong or China. Very different. American Atari and and Asian Atari, very different. In the NES world, it's made in Japan as the gold standard. Uh, I guess made in Mexico, and then I don't know if there's made in China, but for Atari, made in USA is where it all started. That's where Steve Jobs started his career. That's where him and Wozniak got Mono, designing Breakout. I mean, it all started at Atari when you talk about jeans in Silicon Valley, startup culture, you know, caffeinated drinks, smoking, keggers, you know, coding all night. That all started at Atari. Not Google, not Facebook, not HP even. That started at Atari. That's why, uh, you know, gaming really has to be looked at as a as an early Atari Bushnell, uh, Steve Jobs, Wozniak type of thing. Not really a a Washington thing. It's not really a Nintendo thing. When you go back to the deep origin story, if you see any Atari, Inc., grab it. If you don't want it, we can find someone that'll buy it from you. 78 Superman in high grades. Now, I'm talking single digits. This whole list is single digits. So we're talking about 10 or less. 82 ET sealed 9, 6, and up. 83 Mario Bros. in sealed high grades. Atari, Inc., telegames, anything in high grades. Uh, someone just sent me six or seven titles sealed telegames. This is basically your Sears only Atari. This is Grail stuff. Um, they were all 6.0s, but they were sealed, which is just insanity. <coughs> for the younger gen <coughs> for the younger generation out there listening, <coughs> Sears is kind of like my generation's version of Toys R Us. <coughs> It's uh, It it was the leading mail-order company, the leading Google at the time. The, I mean, if you wanted to look up product research, there was a three-inch-thick Sears catalog, and they were the dominant player for years and years and years. So they had exclusive things like, I have a set of... <coughs> I have some Jordan cards I pulled, and they're out of a Sears set, exclusive, and, and obviously more desirable. So Telegames was basically an Atari-exclusive uh, console, so... Uh, that stuff's grill. Um, that would be like your Toys R Us only uh, toys or something like that. Um, Atari Age is a good is a good place to look up uh, all the label variations. Um, you think uh, black box variations are scary? Wait till you start going into Atari variation. It'll blow your mind. There's a PDF out there, 130 pages, and Superman himself has like a whole page of like 20 variations. It's just insane. Maybe it's 10 to 20. I don't know. Uh, we're still on single digits, Sega Master System, Paperboy, Rocky, Michael Jackson, high grades, 1986, Dragon Warrior, number one, sealed high grades. I do believe that, yeah, that's Dragon Quest number one, basically. 87, Tyson, White Bullets, and CIB high grades, and you, oh, I know the population report on this. I can't share it, but it's going to blow your mind when it comes out. Full disclosure, I've built up eight Loose courts, nine Wadas. Yeah, I'm loaded on Tyson. Everyone knows that. 87, Zelda, number one, in high grades. 87 Lincoln sealed high grades, 88 left bros in high grades, 88 right bros in high CIB grades, Game Boy original and CIB 9.6, i.e., Castlevania 9.8, confirmed. That's a CIB 9.8, somewhere on social media. Sega Genesis, Sonic, Shinobi, Moonwalker, Turtles, high grades, rare sealed NES by CGC. Um, this is a really recent video. He's saying to the earth, Metal Fighter, Time Lord, Ultimate Air Combat, and Dragon Fighter. Here we got estimates 50 or less, um, black box stickers in mid to high, clue clue test cards, uh, I held a two point nine 0. Uh, five screw Tyson, I'm hearing 25 in the world, 30 in the world, N64 Zelda and high sealed, um, 100 or less, Intellivision Donkey Kong 9.8, 82 Spider-Man number one 9.8, A plus plus. 82 Star Wars number 1, 9.8 A++, SMB-123 prototypes. I have no idea how many of them, so I just said 100 or less. Um, many Sachin NES. That's a wad of Facebook posts. Then we've got uh, confirmed stuff that I pulled out of Heritage and other sources. This is raw units shipped to the North American market. 3.6 million Luigi's Mansion. That just went off for like three or 3,100 uh, certified link yesterday. Can't remember the grade, it was high. Four, 4 million pitfall number ones, Call of Duty number ones, 4 to 5 million SNES Link, PS2 Ga- God of War 1, and 64 DK Racing, 5.2 million PS1, Tomb, Tomb 2, 6.3 million NGC Sunshine, 6.5 million NES Zelda number one, NES M. Uh, that's Mike Tyson Punch Out. We don't know how many. I'm guessing five. 78 million NES SMB two. Pac-Man number one. Uh, that probably is Atari. 8 to 9 million N64 Golden Eye 007 SNES SMK. I don't know if that includes uh, the player's choice. 10 to 11 million SNES and SM Super Mario World uh, Game Boy Original SML2. SM64, Super Mario 64, 14.5 million uh, Grand Theft Auto 3, 17 to 18 million SMB3, GBO SML, 20 million SNES, SMW, Super Mario World, 35 million GBO Tetris, 40 million SMB, 150 million Grand Theft Auto franchise. So think about that 40 million. So that's 40-0-0-0-0-0 000, 000, 000, compared to, let's say, 2000 mat stickers for New York. I mean, it's like 0.00000000. 000, 000, 000, 000 so people get mad and they're talking. Oh, sealed games! Why would you put that in a you know a, a tomb and, and never be able to play that again? And they're complaining about the hundred sealed copies on the planet when there's thirty nine million nine hundred and you know nine hundred and nine you know nine thousand nine hundred loose carts out there to play. I mean. Man, when you're talking investment grade, this is where reserved investments and I differ. He says top 20% of the population in, in the antiques and collectibles trade is considered investment grade. I'm thinking in video games, it's like case by case. I mean, you want to talk twenty top 20% on, you know, mat stickers, it's more like .000012 or something. It's like point, I can't even do the math and I have a degree in statistics and an MBA. I mean, give me a break. I'm thinking video games, if you're going to go with the top 10% rule, You might have to drop down to, you know, WADA 3.0s on some titles, like a telegames. It might be the whole, you know, forgive me, the whole darn population that is investment grade from, you know, WADA 0 all the way up to WADA 7 or something. So let's see how we doing on time. We got through the toughest part. We're 23 minutes in. Now we go to rumors. I think the biggest rumor is Dennis is busting his ass. Um, I hear that Dennis is busting his ass on the WADA floor. They lost a really uh, a high level grader. Um, you know, if he started the company, just like me working in my company, I do everything. I you know, from uh, me and my wife taking out the trash to you know coding for podcast episodes and answering messages, eBay, Amazon, Walmart, Mercury. You know, three email accounts, five email accounts, multiple uh, social media accounts. It's just endless work. You do it all when you're a founder. And I think Dennis, what I heard, is busting his ass. He's he's covering, you know, he's putting out fires. He's an entrepreneur. He's doing what he can to get your games, you know, in and out that door, and 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 uh, keep the quality going, keep the the flow going, and and obviously, you know, um, they're they're improving their processes, and and uh, you know, I see a lot of stuff coming back. So kudos, shout out to Dennis for for working eighty hours a week, man. It's hard when you run your own company, and I know it's like, and, and all we can do is respect WADA for, for bringing us all joy. Gamers, investors, collectors, all of us are joyful when we get a WADA back in a WADA shipment. So uh, another rumor, I'm going to just have to drop that. Um, I'm really sorry. Uh, I'm loose lips. This is for you out there. You know who I'm talking to. Uh, yeah, the rumor is that WADA has written another article. I'm not going to drop this on the podcast. I'll just wait another day. Um Atari cases have been confirmed. Um, I'm just going to say around the world. Uh, But the percentage of like 8.0 and below, I mean, there's nothing good. There's a rumor that there's been uh, some warehouses gone through, and it's just you're not going to find 9.8s. You're not going to find 9.0s. I mean, you're not going to find a stack of Mario. You're not going to find this. You're not going to find that. So the rumors out there are just flying, and I want to tell you that Atari Inc. Made in USA – just pick it up if you find it. So, stuff like Donkey Kong number one, Gremlins number one, Mario number one. You can Google list of Atari Inc. titles. It's a Wikipedia page. Popeye number one, Superman number one, Telegames. The key title to understand Atari is Gremlins. The one that you keep seeing is a 5200. It's probably made in Hong Kong. Good luck. Has anyone ever seen the 2600 Gremlins? The last Atari Inc. printed game. That to me is almost rarer than some Donkey Kong's, Jumpman's. Heritage Bridgers are overpaying for GTA trilogy pieces is another rumor. Uh, One point of view is we don't care. Uh, We saw a $5,000 10.0 go off that says on the back part of a set, but the new rumor is that if you send in one of these sealed trilogy sets, WADA will designate that on the back of the label, kind of like this was pulled from a sealed case. They might actually say on the back, you know, uh, pulled from a... uh, Sealed Trilogy slipcase. I'm not sure of the exact wording. This is still a rumor. I don't know if you can send in your Trilogy sets to get relabeled. So I'm putting this under rumors. Um, Hawaii Singer Surprise Grades are out there. You can look that up on the WADA PDF uh, thing. You know, if you have one of those uh, price stickers, it's kind of a plain white one. Uh, you might be able to recase your uh, WADA um, and get it labeled Hawaii Singer Collection for pedigree. Uh, The other rumor is Rare Bucky. The eBay seller, Rare Bucky, is pretty much the GOAT. Um, Stacks and stacks of grails left and right. Um, And if you look on eBay, it's just mind-blowing. The other rumor is sports cards investors are crossing over. There's an ex-ESPN analyst, and yeah, I've uh, pounded him. His name is Darren Ravel. He he says under his 9.8 Sega NBA Jam post, I'm all in. I got into it with him a little bit. We respect each other now, but uh, you know I'm all in. Every dollar, every loan, every you know piece of inventory in my companies are all in video games. So my definition of all in is very different than a lot of people out there. If you look at my Facebook logo on Grayton Games, I am all in. E I D L P P E. You know, student loan, all cash, all credit cards, all in. To me, is all in. But uh, Darren, I guess, is all in 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 a sense that it's an emotional all in. In other words, he completely believes emotionally in the potential of video games. And he has like two million Twitter followers. So the rumor is that he's bringing sports card and sports gamblers and and his uh, tribe into video games. I've I've looked at a lot of the Twitter replies and they're, uh, you know, they're newbies. They're like, oh, people in case video games are ooh. NBA Jam was cool, or, oh, where can I find prices? Ooh, where can I buy a WADA game? Who's WADA? I mean, you should look at the tweet. If you want to see what new money is thinking, and you want to get into the mind of future investors, the people that are going to be buying your games, go look up Darren Ravel on Twitter, and dig into the uh, NBA Jam post, and dig into all the replies to his post. And that is gold. If you're building a portfolio for a non-gamer, non-collector for the long-term, the midterm, these are the people that are going to be coming in. They have money. They're intelligent. They want to do research before they jump in. And uh, those are the questions you need to answer because the, the secret to selling something is re- just eliminating any confusion. And the, the thing in sales is if the buyer is at all confused, they will not make the purchase. They will, you know, tear your ear off and and take you all through the process, but they will not give you their credit card unless they are completely comfortable and there's nothing in their mind as far as an unanswered question, etc. So it looks like we're running out of time. I'm going to take a quick break, get some water, and I'll be back to blow through the rest of this uh, newsletter that's turning into a book. Um, It might even turn into a company. Play life like a video game. Try something new. I'll be right back. We're back. <laughs> my wife and I were laughing. <laughs> Sorry for all the coughing. I took a, a drink of water and um, Hopper here. One of, you know how when you take a drink and it goes into your lung? Don't worry. I'm not sick. That thing just went into my lung. I got a nice glass of water here. Pirate radio. We don't stop for anything and we never edit. So finishing up rumors. Um, Let's see where was I? Magic the Gathering is dead. Okay, that's that's a YouTuber I watch sometimes. He's uh he's got warehouse cases. I don't know if that's really true or clickbait, but it seems like Magic's dying off, Pokemon's exploding, and games seem fairly steady. Um, the bubble got pretty big in Corona, but uh, I I do want to watch other markets to just see if people are rotating. That's something coming from the stock market is you always see a rotation like from high tech to I guess it's called cyclical,s or you'll see something rotate out of retail and go into banking, or out of banking and into high tech. Anyway, I my theory on this entire alternative investment space that uh, what's his face calls uh, you know the antiques and collectibles trade. I just call it alternative investments, collectibles. Um, I'm my I'm I'm thinking after video games matures as a market, I think we're going to see rotations. Like we're going to see coins get hot and then rotate into comic books, get hot, and then rotate into video games, get hot, and then sports cards. I think people are going to start rotating in and out of sectors, I call them. And that's not a term you use if you're talking Wall Street. When you talk about a sector, that's much a different name. But I don't know what else to call it. Um, if it's if the entire industry is called alternative assets, um, I don't know. We're all power collectors, so we'll just have to figure it out someday. Anyway um another rumor is that Wada might grade uh pc jewel cases i know physically they can and the other rumor is that frank chipaldi is now working with them on improving the uh the prototype uh process and that's something i want to get involved in because i have three raw ones right now and uh yeah i would love to get a heavy hitter uh, prototype that would be really kind of a dream come true and if they can do atari prototypes oh my i mean there would be a lot of uh lot of Atari that I would love to uh, get in a water case so moving on to the next section of the newsletter we got grading and uh, there's a, quite a few articles here uh, there's about eight Wada rolled out a new label line called the Hawaii Collection the Singer Collection that's on the water games blog site Andy Broom who started uh, no, Andy Broom, who graded the T206 Honus Wagner. That's the most famous sports card, most famous baseball card in the world. It was once owned by Wayne Gretzky and the owner of the Los Angeles Kings. It was really the first piece that hit a million dollars way back in the day and shocked the world. People were like, what? Collectibles can go for a million bucks. Anyway, the grader that graded that, uh, which is a small little tobacco card from like 120 years old, apparently has been recruited by CGC, the leading comic book, the only comic book grading company in the world, to join CSG, Certified Sports Grading, I guess, as the head vintage grader. So now you've got comic books expanding into sports cards. Um, Basically, WADA will be the only one standing that's doing just one sector, I'm calling it, um, because VGA also does toys. CGC is doing comics and Pokemon and sports cards, and Collector's Universe is doing coins and sports cards, PSA, PCGS. So really, WADA is the small little startup now surrounded by you know heavy-hitting big companies, and that goes along with last month's newsletter. I don't know if you caught the news, but I'll repeat the big rumor last time that blew up that newsletter. WADA got a rumor to get bought out. A rumored, I mean, a rumored offer. Water got a rumored offer, a buyout offer. And my estimate is $10 million, which is nowhere near enough. If you've got 20 investors, I do believe there's 20 investors in WADA. Um, let's say they put up a million each. So they're in 20 million. I mean, twenty is break even. So, you know... Full disclosure, I told Ryan, the CEO, you got to build a $100 million company, go into robotics, develop internal software, file a few patents on the processes, uh, you know, get into camera technology, which he's already into with another company, uh, automate some of the grading process like PSA. You've got to do things faster because these big boys are already eyeing robotics and moving into other sectors. So CSG to grades, CSG grade sports cards, that goes along with what I just talked about. Vincent Zerzulo, the number one comic dealer in the world, wants to start a grading company. This is just an informal thing he he dropped on a YouTube fireside chat with a buddy. Um, I don't know if he will start a comic grading company, but uh, I'd love to talk to him, actually, because uh, I want to start a company, you know? And uh, yeah, all of us want to start a company, I think. It's just insane. Tiago Hungria a.k.a. Stanga on eBay, who I overpaid for a NFR, um, which I actually did send into WADA a couple days after I got it from Brazil, and it came fast from Brazil. He is in final testing of player one grading, and uh, apparently he's already beta testing in the United States. Uh, I had the player one graded uh, NFR in my hands. Um, I could pull up pictures somewhere. It was a tight little case. Um... I didn't really go into it much. I don't think there was subgrades, um, but it was like a 93. And I'm I, I'm hoping WADA will give you my 9.2 or above. If they don't and they give me something really low, I'm going to go back to Tiago and uh, see if we can trade it in or something. Because that'll be kind of a test, see where player one grading uh, you know, ranks on the WADA scale. Next rumor, PSA has backlogged over a million items. They suspended economy submissions while raising some grading fees. 5,000 new NGC registry members. Now, registry sets I talked about in the last newsletter, that's when people build a set, like let's say 17 black boxes in WADA 7.5 across the board. That would be a registry set, and then you get registered at WADA's website on a, on a secure member-only page, with other registry set members and each of them help each other build a collection or upgrade to an 8.0. A new guy comes in that's doing a 7.0 and that's how PSA works on the uh, baseball card side. And that is when things start getting very seriously fun because when you're talking about building a master set of something like an 8.0 across the board, a 9.8 across the board, we or something, I don't know, then you're talking some very serious data is going to be needing to come out. Population reports, price guides, um, for, for those, what do we call those super collectors, power collectors? Um, that's going to be a game changer in the next couple of years. Last couple of rumors, water lower, water lowered the cost of insurance to offset some higher fees, increased turnaround times. Uh, like I said, Dennis is, is busting his ass on the backlog. Um, and as you know, WADA only at Comic Connect, comic Coniclink Heritage Auction. And the other rumor is that WADA does not like box crushing. The other to go along with that is VGA does not like stickers. So I hear a lot of people are removing price, price stickers, uh, retail price stickers before sending into VGA. Another rumor is that GooGon is a good way to do that. I don't know. And there's a grading company in the UK. Uh, UKG, it looks like their delays are two to four extra weeks. So, you know, everybody from sports cards to video games to international are all backlogged. I think Watt is actually doing quite well in October compared to the bubble. And the last rumor in grading, Player One Grading's website is gone. So either he changed the company or he's coming to America or he's, I don't know what he's doing. But I, I dropped $500 with him to, you know, do the test. I'm always doing tests. I'm always, uh, you know, buying friends and testing things with my money. Uh, I'm not the greatest investor on the planet. I'm going to go into that. I'm going to go into my mistakes later on. I like testing things. I like trying new things, and that's how I learn. Um, I went to seven colleges, and I'm sick of dropping money in education. I just drop it into uh, games now so that I can learn. Um, eight minutes in, and we're now on headlines. So these are mainstream news type of things. Um, Side quest here in uh Portland area has expanded and reopened. Uh, Full disclosure, I went in there, uh, did a $7,000 deal and had the best time of my life in a retail store. And I've been in retail for 20, 30 years. I've owned four retail stores. I've spent a million dollars at probably a hundred retail stores across the West Coast. I never had so much fun because I got to go in the back. Josh and Chris took care of me, introduced me to Josh's wife, um, pulled out all his water, pulled out all his Ultima, pulled out all his prototypes. I bought a stack of sealed I had a blast. That is a beautiful store when it comes to retro games. You can bring your family in there, your wife, your uh, partner, your kids. You know, it's clean, it's uh, slick. Uh, You got multiple areas for multiple platforms and it's not cramped. You got a counter space so you can pull out stacks of PS2. Then you can move over and pull out a stack of Xbox 360. Um, There's glass cases here and there with eye candy. It's a beautiful store. I, I couldn't even go through the whole thing and easily spent like five grand, I guess. Um, And I didn't even get... I think I got one-third of the way around. So i am got to go back there, get him on the podcast. He just asked me last night on Facebook, sorry, Josh, I'm just slammed. I know you're slammed. We'll hook up on the podcast soon. But shout-out to uh, SideQuest, doing a great job on Facebook and uh, at the physical retail level in Portland. Sony um, dropped that they're targeting 7.6 million units for the PS5. They don't know... uh, How many that's going to be digital versus, uh, you know, disc. Their stock's been on fire as Wall Street melts down. Uh, Warren Buffett's going into Japan right now. So they've got two things going for them. Number one, they're based in yen. Um, You can buy their stock SNE on the NYSE and it's up. It's kind of late to get in now. You should have bought it probably two weeks ago but you know if they blow out 10 million units on ps5 that can change things apparently sony is turning into a gaming company it wasn't like that they used to be a walkman you know a little uh a device company but uh it looks like they're turning into a gaming company atari opens pre-orders for the vcs what do i say about this too many emotions um for me atari is atari inc silicon valley uh cupertino made in usa it's gone through five, six, seven, eight hands. Um, the Atari today is not the Atari that I grew up with. I love the brand name. I love the T-shirts. Uh, I will not be buying the VCS. I'm not a gamer. My hands are too sore. But good luck, Atari. I hope you, uh, you know, at least bring back some interest to the older uh, retro stuff. The American NES turned thirty-five. I did a, I did an episode on that, and you can look up Gail Tilden on YouTube. She's got a lot of content recently, and I think those were her golden years. Super Mario Cafe and Store Universal Studios Japan opened uh, Frank Trafaldi and Kelsey Lewin, who owns Pink Gorilla. Um, She's on the board now, and they're doing a video game source project now. They're getting pretty serious about preservation. GameStop shares Microsoft's digital investments. So GameStop and Microsoft are kind of uh, sharing money, it looks like. Uh, Some people are saying GameStop's finished. Others are saying, you know, they're going to survive. We'll see. Microsoft, obviously, last newsletter bought the uh, big uh, Wolfenstein, etc. franchises. So, yeah, LeBron James won the uh, championship. He's the first uh, first uh, human being to go finals MVP with three teams, passing Duncan, Shaq, and Jordan. Um, Lakers win the 17th championship, tying Celtics. So right now in the NBA, the Lakers and Celtics each have 17 rings roblox prepares ipo that's a gaming company estimated 8 billion amazon abandons crucible losing millions or a billion they also add ubisoft to luna uk's gaming market is growing to 4 billion playing video games might make you smarter uh the first lgbtq video game award show has been uh, launched game of the year it'll be including that as well as uh, uh, representation and diversity awards uh, these companies are hiring gearbox wada psa csg Activision Blizzard postponed World of Warcraft. AT&T pulled, uh, pulled Warner Brothers games from the Activision Blizzard interest. Motley Fool recommends some gaming stocks. Secret of Monkey Island Anniversary. USPS uh, increases some uh, rates. And $75 games are coming soon after taxes. I'm getting tired. Wow, this is hard. We're coming to the end. Catalysts. Tyson Fight, Mortal Kombat, Lara Croft, Wahlberg, James Bond, Tribeca. Super Mario World, Dune, Magic Johnson's drama. These are all uh, media coming. And Lord of the Rings, Amazon, billion-dollar TV next year. Um, platforms, you all know that. Social media, um, hmm. I'll mention a couple. Certified collectibles on YouTube. Um, reserved investments, SideQuest Games on Facebook. High-end game room on Facebook. Show, uh, there's a couple water groups on Facebook. I'm sure you can find me anywhere, Game Investing Hopper. Podcasts, Game Investing, that's me, You Got the Hunt by Dan, Nintendo Power Podcast Series, Pat the Punk, Game Overcast, Smithsonian, there's a Smithsonian episode you can look up, Life and Times of Video Games. Okay, that's about it. Okay. Wow, that was tough. Oh, boy, this newsletter is turning into a Halloween monster, and that was your treat. Um. A little shout out for me personally. October was National Disability Employment Awareness Month, and as you all know, I'm pretty much self-employed. It's me and my wonderful wife supporting me, and that's it. We don't have any kids or pets or you know employees. It's just it's just me pumping out you know endless stuff on multiple uh, you know businesses and platforms. You know, managing hundreds of games every month, and uh, maybe a thousand pieces of content. You know, analyzing reading, researching. Um, this is a reminder that this newsletter is provided free of charge by mentally disabled small business owners, so your support is greatly appreciated. That's what keeps me going. Um, if you want to help out, uh, I need help. Um, there's a trillion different jobs to do. Uh, I might be looking into starting a magazine company. And you know we need everything from YouTubing to social mediaing to graphic design to blogging to website design. I mean, I could be hiring a whole crew here if this, if things go well um, in the in the beginning, obviously. And it's going to be a nonprofit hybrid corporation, kind of like Consumer Reports. So hopefully, we will be able to pay. But in the beginning, it's it's pretty much you know for the love of the game, just like what I've been doing. Um, to start small, you know, if you want to help me design a logo or build a website or, you know, whatever, come on the podcast or, uh, uh, maybe shoot a YouTube video or whatever. Uh, let me know. Um, I'm open to ideas. I want to move away from the physical into the media zone. And I thank you for, uh, you know, changing my life and, and giving me, uh, giving me uh, an, an audience because without an audience, I'm just an empty microphone. So without you guys, I can't keep going. And thanks to you, we're on podcast, what, number 62, 3? I don't know. It's crazy. It's just insane. And uh, this newsletter has turned into a monster, which is which is perfect. Happy Halloween. Um, this is the monster. We're done. Um, call me. Text me, 971-276-7257. Email me at greatengames@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Uh, and Google. Game investing hopper, and find me on uh, a line somewhere. And uh, you know how it is play life like a video game, try something new, you know, try writing down some thoughts, try journaling, you know. That's that's this newsletter started with a simple little eBay thank you message to my customers saying something like, Wada's blowing up, these games just sold, hit me up if you want a discount. That little thank you message turned into a monster of a newsletter and only in the second issue, the CEO of a leading company out there called me personally to thank me. That changed my life. So, you know, try something new. Try journaling. Try writing a poem. Try li- try writing a handwritten letter to your mom or your dad or your partner or a long lost friend. Try writing a, a, an email. You know, get off the phone. Try something new. Yeah, you're gonna fail. Sure, you're gonna misspell a word and, and you're gonna, you know, feel like you, you're on a typewriter from the 70s, you know, handwriting a letter. You might not even know how to write cursive anymore. But remember, failure teaches wisdom. And Hopper always says the only way to true wisdom is through failure. The reason entrepreneurs don't make it to year 10 and 900 out of 1,000 never celebrate a 10th anniversary is because they give up. Of course, most of them run out of money. But the question is, do they give up before or after that? And if you don't give up and you have relationships and things get really hard, hopefully, you know, after those setbacks, those failures, those speed bumps, you can recover, pull yourself up, get up up, off the ground. I mean, even Mike Tyson got knocked out a few times. Even he got sent to the canvas. And guess what? He's getting back up. He's getting back in the gym. He said after he did that upload for 30 seconds, um, punching the hard bag, he was in bed for a week you know he said that full disclosure he said that he said yeah that's a that's a viral post on social media but what do, everyone doesn't understand at 54 years old every piece of you know ligament or joint in my body was sore for a week and I couldn't get out of bed so you know what entrepreneurship is about fighting through pain and last man standing it's not about money it's not about this it's not about fame it's about perseverance that's all it is it's perseverance um And how do you how do you build perseverance? You push through failure. You push through setbacks, criticism, you know, speed bumps, etc. So anyway, hopefully um, that keeps you up to date. And uh, I'll have a November one. It's going to be pretty crazy. The Tyson fight's coming up. That's why I mentioned Tyson. We've got Black Friday. We've got the PS5 dropping. We got the new Xbox dropping. It's going to be a crazy November. I promise. So, Hopper, uh, signing off. Happy Halloween. I hope you enjoyed my treat. I will blast this with links all over Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, Instagram. Okay? Thanks for listening. Thanks for reading. And uh, enjoy the weekend.